Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. And uh, we've got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Uh, Larry's got some housekeeping, and I have a little. We got uh, a new Twilight magazine up, and uh, all kinds of things are going on. Don't forget our membership site, nine ninety-five a month. No, nope. uh, all kinds of news and videos and stuff on that. And uh, Larry, what have you got? Well, I was just going to really, again, one more time because I want to really thank everybody that has helped me in this little recent situation and and thank you so much i was going to sit down and write some cards i absolutely haven't even had the time i'm I'm behind on Substacks, behind on uh, the blog but i did get one out today and it's just been one of them kind of couple of weeks but uh anyway i thank everybody that that has helped it really really has been a blessing and also i want to just remind people that i do have the uh larrywtaylor.substack.com that you can go there and, and subscribe, and it's free. It don't cost you anything. And uh, you can, uh, every time I put out a substack, which is basically raw intelligence, you get it. And it, it covers all kind of topics, even earthquakes or uh, sun activity. And so people may not be aware of it. I just wanted to mention it again. Okay, very good. Uh... Yeah, there's all kinds of things going on in the world. You certainly don't hear it on Fox News or CNN. Uh, we're, we're probably the most censored people in the world when it comes right down to it, uh, as far as getting real news. And as Larry will tell you, vetting is getting more and more difficult as uh, deep fakes and all that sort of thing takes place. So it's very, very difficult to get to the actual truth of it, which is why I go back to biblical prophecy all the time, because it's the only truthful information we actually get. And then when you see things happening, uh, you can apply it back to uh, the Bible, Bible prophecy. Let's start with this headline. Netanyahu, horrible nuclear war will break out if Iran isn't stopped. Netanyahu gave an interview to Iran International, who intend on dubbing it into the Persian and broadcasting it in Iran. A horrible nuclear war will break out if the world does not stop Tehran from obtaining atomic weapons, Minister Netanyahu said in his first ever address to the Iranian people on Thursday night. If Iran gets a nuclear weapon, this will be a problem all of us will face, and it will change the world, he said. And uh, a nuclear Iran will cause the crisscrossing of the Middle East with nuclear trip wires, as other regimes who understand the nature of a nuclear Iran will rush to arm themselves, who said using the platform to urge global action in response to Iran's enrichment of uranium to 84%, which is close to 90% weapons grade. Personally, I think they already have it. That's just my own uh, thing. Uh, We should tell them that if they cross over a nuclear threshold, this is something that we cannot tolerate, he said, We have to tell them there is a line you cannot cross, and there is a price to be paid if you do. Larry, what do you think of that? Well, it sounds like uh, Netanyahu is still trying to do what he's done for years, and that's stop Iran. But the trouble is, it doesn't seem the, the, the world cares. 
whether Iran is nuclear or not. They just don't. Only Iran's, I mean, Israel seems to care. And with the uh, chaotic, uh, basic, almost civil war in uh, Israel at the present time, paid for by American dollars, it's coming out of America, we're paying for the trying to have a regime change in Israel to get rid of Netanyahu. Uh, you, you know, Stuart, you know, I, I'm, I'm patriotic to this country, but I'm just not stupid every day. And it, <laughs> you can just literally tell America is the main, I guess you could say, minion in the world that is busy trying to dump regimes around the world. And now they're even trying to they, they actually did dump the, the uh, Trump regime, if you want to call it that. Uh, we're insane. Yeah. Well, the b- biblical prophecy, folks, I know a lot of you out there listening do not believe that America's in Bible prophecy because you've been told that by so-called prophetic experts. Well, I hate to disagree with them, but America is in biblical prophecy. Her name is Babylon the Great, and New York City is the great city, Babylon. It is the only city, the only nation that fulfills all those parameters that the Lord gives us. Nobody else even comes close. So America is, the prophecies against America are being fulfilled right under our noses, and uh, the Bible says that Babylon the Great is at the center of all the world's troubles, regime changes. And that's not all. We do all kinds of things. Uh, in, in the uh, health area, the U.N., the World Economic Forum, all of that, it's, it's all based basically here. And uh, it is the uh, merchants of Babylon the pharmaceutical giants that brought us all the mRNA jab, the so-called vaccine that is not a vaccine at all. Remember, they changed the name to definitions so that they could call it a vaccination when it isn't. It's a drug. It changes your DNA, and now all uh, the proof is coming in, and millions have already died, millions more are suffering all over the world, not just here in America, because of our medical people. As outlined in Revelation chapter 18, verse 23, the sorceries, look it up. Do a deep word dive on it. Look up the modern definitions, and you'll see what we're doing. And we're doing it all over the world. It's the rich men of the earth, Psalm 2. Guess where they're centered? Basically, right here in the United States. And uh, it's just too bad to watch. But uh, this news about Iran and Israel is interesting because Netanyahu has done this before. He's threatened this many, many times, and then they have done absolutely nothing. And... Aren't they very, very close? I had read they had something like 12 days, maybe five or six days ago, and they would have 90% uranium for nukes. Oh, yeah, you read you read that correctly. That's true. So, you see, they either got to do something, and the war has got to be starting very, very soon, or it's just another red line that's going to be crossed and it's kind of like Putin. And I think, frankly, they're afraid. The world leaders may want desperately their war, but in another sense, they're afraid to start it. Because once you start this, and it goes worldwide, and it goes nuclear, uh, you can't control it. And if you can't control something, it gets out of hand. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons there's so much hesitation and the other reason is God's timetable. Nothing is going to happen like this unless the Lord says, okay, have at it, guys. I've had enough. You've turned down my offer of salvation. You've turned down my offer that I made through my son, Jesus Christ. You want nothing to do with him or it, uh, his salvation. You just uh, So have at it. Go ahead and destroy yourselves. And uh, this is where we're at. We're, we're right at that pinnacle of self-destruction. 
where do you want to start, Larry? I know you got some stuff you want to bring up. Well, I was going to just mention, and I posted it on my blog today, that, uh, you know, that I guess you could say that research conference that Michael Sala is doing uh, on April the 1st, 2023, but he's also, uh, you know, and I read that on our last uh, deal about uh, the big rediscovery plan will unfold in 2023 and change our lives, and it's basically a ET disclosure of themselves, basically, and ancient technologies and inter-Earth civilizations, including the, uh, I guess you could say, the Native American insectoids or the ant people that help keep some of those. And matter of fact, uh, my wife, you know, has some uh, Choctaw legends, you know, where the ant people helped them. and. Mm-hmm. It, it's really interesting, and, and I know a lot of people to this, that's, to this, you know, it just sounds weird, too weird almost to believe. But, you know, <laughs> we don't know a whole lot about planet Earth anyway, and, and a little, what little we do know, uh, there's a whole lot out there that's being kept secret from us. Yeah, and uh, there's a book written, it's called The Truth, and it's about the Hopi and the ant people. And uh, how they uh, rescued humanity, or the Hopi anyway, took them underground and cared for them. And uh, there's a lot of weird stuff. And the American people, of course, don't aren't fed any true news. Let's put it that way. Uh, if a giant is found that's 30, 40 feet tall, you better bet that the word will never be out on mainstream media. You might find a few pictures, but if you find them, some uh, university will come along and say, well, that was all uh, photoshopped and it's not real, uh, even if it was real and leaked. And you have a horrible time. See, again, you have to go back to the Bible. The Bible said there were giants in the old days that wandered the earth. And if you go into the book of Isaiah, it talks about the giants returning. So I don't know, Larry, it's, it's, uh, it's just a shame that people can't get their minds around the fact that, yeah, we are not alone. We have never been alone. All you got to do is read Genesis in the Garden of Eden, and guess who's there? Convincing uh, Eve that there's no problem eating of that tree of good and evil. Well, Satan was there. <laughs> He deceives the whole world, has been here from the beginning. Satan is real. His fallen angels are real. Demons are real. The uh, Islamic faith calls them jinn, J-I-N-N. It's all very, very real. It's just that it's not part of the American vocabulary. It's all labeled as mythology. That stuff just that's just ridiculous. No such things exist. Well, unfortunately, they do. And now we're getting more and more sightings, in fact, that they really do exist, and they're going to come right out into the open, just like Noise claims in the Phoenix Rising book, where the, she says that they no longer play games now. They come out in open, and people get very, very upset at the government, she says, because government had known about them for a long, long time and hid it and kept it secret, did not tell anyone. And then she goes on to explain that these entities, these fallen ones, are going to bring absolute proof I'll repeat that, absolute proof to humanity that the Bible and the story of Genesis and the fall is wrong. And it's been misinterpreted all this time. She comes right out and says she's basically Antichrist. And uh, that doesn't prohibit the Lord, though, from using that message to warn you. This is a coming deception. It's a delusion. And it's going to be real. 
Larry can tell you how real it is. He's had dealings with them. In fact, we interviewed a fellow down Larry's way that uh, had had a. I don't know. I get, uh, did they see? Did he see it land? Is that how he found it in the woods? This UFO. Yeah, it landed behind his house in some woods there on the tree line, and he saw it uh, behind the trees, so he went down to uh, see what it was. He took his phone with him because he was going to take some, or camera, was going to take some pictures of it, and, and he said the shocking thing was that as he got closer to it, time slowed down, and not only did time slow down, he lost a few hours of time that he still don't know what happened, but he showed up back at his house from the backyard hours later. And uh, actually, he did have a image, and I shared that image with you, that he took to yes. the trees of that UFO, and you, yep. you saw that. Yeah, we posted it on our website. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, you can clearly see what it is. And, uh, no, they're real, folks, just because you haven't seen one doesn't mean they aren't real. And the Bible talks about them. It's called the arrival. They arrived way back when. Book of Enoch is filled with that. How they landed on Mount Hermon over there in Israel and uh, made men profane. They came in various sizes and shapes. Uh, I guess one could say attempting to prove that the evolutionary concept is correct in other words they grew up in different environmental uh, differences and therefore they evolved differently and they looked different and and uh, that's what they claimed they claimed from different star systems and uh, the native americans call them the star nations people or the star people they got names from all over the world and uh it's a big enigma to people who don't understand the Bible and don't understand that in Thessalonians and the book of Revelation, there is a lot of talk about this arrival of the fallen ones. Satan and his uh, minions are going to actually land and come up from above uh, the ground as well. Noise uh, talks about the arrival in, in quite a few places. The Bible talks about it in a number of places. Stan Dale did a whole work on the uh, hybrid government, basically, that they form when they arrive. Uh, an amazing work of uh, old, old languages and how it all fits together. So what what is Salah maintaining now? Has he come out with anything new or different? Well, basically that uh, we're being prepared or for this, uh, what he's saying is a uh, galactic uh, group, you know, of, of uh, peoples. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, you've got the Nordics and you, you've got, the, you know, the different, the different ones like the Greys and, and mm-hmm. uh, Nephilim. And you've, you've got all these kinds that are all mixed together in some of these bases, you know. They've got multiple bases, you know, around our solar system. And uh, it, it's just unbelievable. But, it, you know, even, he even says we have our own space fleet. I mean, not NASA. <laughs> not NASA. Uh, yeah. Never a straight answer. Yeah, but our own space fleet. And, of course, uh, he, he indicates that the Chinese have theirs. Russia has theirs. They even have We've got the TR-3Bs and... One further along than that one, actually. I can't think what they called it exactly. Maybe it's the TRC-1 or something like that. But then Russia has some that are different, and then China has some that are close to the TR-3Bs, but they're a different configuration a little bit. Uh, you know, if people really knew what was going on, it, I guess they'd have to go home and just hide in the dark. I don't know, I don't know what to <laughs> tell them. But anyway... The interesting thing to me was, because this does tie in with uh, no eyes, and, and oddly enough, you know, you asked uh, Red Elk about no eyes. He said, oh, yeah, I know her. You know, he knew her. It's not, yeah. like this, she's a, it's not like she's a myth in a book or something. She was real. And, uh, but the, the Sala, his latest stuff, though, is really interesting because he says 
that 2023, this year, is the year that the ETs basically will reveal themselves. The, the disclosure is not going to come from the government. And all that dovetails right in the back of what Noah said. Yeah, and what's interesting, too, is most likely we will have a war. And then they will reveal themselves and stop the war. Um, that's my take on it. So I think the arrival is very, very close at hand. Now, you, one could argue whether the church will be taken at the same time as the arrival. Um, there are different arguments over all that, and so I'm not going to get into that. But we, we really don't know exactly how this is all going to come down. But uh, it would make sense because every time we fire off a nuclear test, these UFOs show up, and it seems like they're very, very interested in humanities uh, and the kids on Earth playing with the matches. And the matches have now gone nuclear, and the babies in the playpen Earth are um, not smart enough to deal with that kind of technology, and so probably will be allowed in some way or another to at least have a, a limited nuclear exchange and then they will come and say, well, you know, you guys can't do that anymore. We're not going to allow it. And uh, on and on it goes. So we'll just have to wait and see how the arrival takes place. But the arrival and the removal of the church appear to be closely connected, both in Thessalonians and the book of Revelation. So we'll just have to watch and see what develops. Now, there's, uh, I want to get into these financials, uh, Larry. Um Financials, here's a headline, and I believe this is probably Turner. Financials getting destroyed. Silvergate Capital, SVB Financials are down 70%. Rumors of bank runs, Credit Suisse winding down. And Steve Quayle makes a comment, the contagion has started to spread. Deutsche Bank, U.S. Bank, J.P. Morgan next. 401k, people are trying to get their money out, they can't. Here's some more headlines. Silicon Valley Bank's Manhattan branch calls the police on investors who are trying to pull their cash out as Boston Tech CEO with $10 million in the bank describes it was the worst 18 hours of his life. Lender is seized by regulators in the largest U.S. bank failure since the Great Recession. Folks, we have been warning you that a bank failure was coming. Now, I can't tell you this is the beginning of it, but it looks rather ominous. And uh, I don't, I've warned people before, and Larry has before, get cash, because you may have to operate with cash for a while. Noise even says in her book, Phoenix Rising, the cash will be king for a short period of time because everything goes south. And they are blocking. This happened uh, some time ago, Larry. Remember the savings and loan fiasco? And I think that was in Ohio or someplace like that. Remember that? Yeah, and they said this is, this is similar or part of it, actually. Uh, it, it's similar to the, that scenario. Yeah, they, uh, you can't get your money out. It says it, there was a run on the bank today as depositors, many of them tech workers, began pulling funds out following a surprise announcement of a $1.8 billion loss. Now, here's the problem. Uh, two U.S. banks collapse in 48 hours. Which ones are next? Silvergate Bank served the cryptocurrency industry, while SVB Bank was a bank for Silicon Valley's tech startups. Here's another one. Wells Fargo warns customers of incorrect balances or missing transactions. There's a lot of trouble going on in the banking industry. Folks, uh, most of these banks are heavily involved in what they call the derivative market. It's totally uncontrolled. The derivative market is in the trillions of dollars. It can fold up in an hour's time. Now, we don't know exactly what has happened, whether 
this one bank did have a large holding in the derivative market. Now, whether they lost it that way or some other way, we don't really know yet. But I'm just warning everybody, you know, we're, we're at the time when Jesus Christ told us, when you see all these things converging, and that includes the money business, look out. And we're watching the sun act up. Earth changes are accelerating. Nations are restless. There's war talk all over. Israel's in trouble. On and on and on it goes. Just like the Lord said it would in the Bible. Bible prophecy. Anyway, what else you got, Larry? Well, I was going to add on to he He had put an update, Hal Turner did, on that story because that Silicon Valley Bank, uh, you know, not only the one in uh, California, but the one in Manhattan uh, defaulted. And this is what's interesting. He said that they found out that uh, FDIC now notes that uh, uh, the SVIB had $175 billion in deposits as of December the 31st, and that $151.5 billion are uninsured. Somebody's going to lose a lot of money, and it ain't coming, high. It ain't coming back. Yeah, it's just gone. And uh, then he's, I, I just noticed this. I'm told there is a contagion in this bank trouble. Central banks have been dumping billions and billions in the bond market, trying to stabilize 10 years that they failed miserably, so they have no liquidity. Seems like a good time to start. This is, I believe, Turner's remark, World War III, and head for the bunkers before anyone starts asking awkward questions. Now, you might say, well, that's kind of a reach. No, folks, it isn't. Uh, they often go to war when there's financial trouble brewing. That's how they save it. That's how they keep going. War is very, very profitable to the bankers. Not profitable for the people who die in it but or get wounded in it, but that they don't care about that. Anyway, what else you got, Larry, you want to talk about? Well, I was going to mention also that uh, if you'll remember one of the uh, – uh, Mainstream media didn't post it, but Hal Turner did, uh, that uh, I, I think it was about a week ago or so that the uh, U.S. Treasury tried to have a auction and auction off a number of 10-year bonds, Treasury bonds. They had zero people there. Nobody came. Nobody wanted a U.S. Dollar Treasury bonds anymore. So, Stuart, this our entire fan, financial system's in trouble. And by the way, I don't know if you heard it, but Iran and Saudi Arabia have just uh, shook hands and become non-enemies, and they have joined China and Russia and Iran. So, not only do we have to worry about the military part of that and and the uh, associations, we've got to worry about what they call BRICS, which means taking away the uh, U.S. dollar as worldwide oil. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're in a lot of trouble, and people just don't know it because they're not paying much attention. But undoubtedly, sooner or later, you're going to wake up one day, maybe Monday, and all money will be frozen. Now, we're already getting reports of 401K people trying to withdraw. You have the right under, I don't know what, exactly what they call it, but uh, if you're heavily in debt and you need the money, you can make emergency withdrawals on your 401K, and they're not being allowed to. They're just getting excuses as to why they can't get their money. And uh, this whole thing is uh, really, really serious. All they'd have to do now, and we've had rumors that they were going to pull the credit cards. Most people are way, way overextended on credit cards. Bankruptcies or filings are climbing up over the rooftops. And uh, store closings, you know, and and they keep saying, oh, we had all this great uh, work 
uh, uh, people going back to work, blah, blah, blah. You hear it on TV. Biden says, oh, the economy's great. It's wonderful. Everything's happening. No, it is not. It's folding up on itself. It's imploding. They know it. They're just lying through their teeth. Um, John Williams, who is an expert on finances, has often said anything that the feds tell you is probably not true. Think about it being the opposite of probably the truth and how they manipulate all the figures all the time so that you don't realize what's really going on. And uh, it's getting worse and worse. As I mentioned on the last show, you have uh, credit card failures. You have people being evicted on their rent. Mortgages are being foreclosed. People being sent out into the streets. Uh, The homeless cycle is exploding on cities all over the place. It's, it's, uh, It's just very quiet, so you don't know what's happening. Anyway. Uh, what else you got, Larry? Well, I was thinking as you were sharing that how that uh, you know America or, or the uh, the tumbling into the abyss by America, Stuart. It, it basically resembles a very slow train wreck. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people they won't notice a train jumping the tracks and and actually uh, coming into a wreck unless it happens quickly and gets their attention. So most people in America, even if we talk about this, we talked about this, well, we've been talking about this for years, but we've been weird. But uh, most people lately, they don't have a clue there's any trouble with the banks. They don't have a clue that militarily we're close to Armageddon, if you will. You know, maybe Chicken Little's right. The sky is falling. Something fell the other day out of the sky. I wasn't sure what it was, but... uh, (laughs) It, it's, I'm telling you, though, but basically what I'm getting at is most Americans right now don't have a clue that terrorists are crossing our borders, that millions, I'm, ta- I'm not talking a few thousand, I'm saying millions are coming into America, fighting age, military-style men pouring into this nation for months and months and months, and our borders are still wide open, uh, Spirit, that's that's just not a healthy thing for a nation, is it? Nope, it's part of the Lord's judgment. Jeremiah speaks about that against mighty Babylon. He says, I will fill you with men as caterpillars. And uh, exactly right. They're military age, young men, and uh, they're being brought in actually by the Lord himself. He's using our idiot friend Biden to do it and probably a whole bunch of others. And uh, this is part of the judgment against the United States uh, of Babylon. And we are being, it's another prophecy that we're watching being fulfilled. It's right in the prophecies against America. And this is exactly why it's happening. Uh, Anyway, uh, I got this, uh, I don't know what this is, but I'll read it. WW3, World War III. The most terrible aspect is that Russians have finally understood what kind of scoundrels the USA, NATO, EU that they are dealing with, of which they have logically and definitively lost all trust. Russian military industrial, ruled by Dmitry Medvedev, works at full capacity 24-7, while the mad West will soon be forced to resort to stones and baseball bats. The main responsibility for this yet another massacre of innocent Ukrainians and in lower measure of Russians, of course, lies as always with Zionist America, which must prepare itself because after Ukraine, it will be its turn. Dozens of Russian submarines, now this is the interesting part, are already positioned along the east and west coast of the United States such as a warning, emerge to make the, uh, to see themselves, and then they disappear back under the waters. Um, what do you think of that? Pentagon sounds the alarm. Dozens of Russian submarines surrounded the United States. And then they 
vanish. They go back under the water, and we can't find them. Reminds me of the hunt for Red October, the movie. What do you think about that? Well, I've been seeing that pop up on a number of intelligence reports, and uh, they basically are saying not only are Russian submarines off the west coast of America, but Chinese are too, and uh, possibly uh, North Korean. You know, they built a special submarine to fire missiles. And yes. if that submarine's out there, what are you going to bet Kim has nukes on it? So here we are. Here we are, Stuart. Uh, we're, we're the most unprotected nation in the history of the world, probably. And everybody seems to feel safe with Biden in office. Listen to this. This is interesting. You know, that Seymour Hersh, you know, he came on with an exclusive, and uh, he basically wrote the article that blowed everybody up because – uh, he, and he presented the proof. He had proof that uh, Joe Biden had ordered the uh, destruction of the Nord, Russian Nord Stream pipelines one and two, had them blown yep. up. And uh, then they came out. I, this was what was funny. Uh, everybody went to clamoring when Hirsch did this. Of course, he's a bad guy to talk like that. And and what was interesting, though, the, the War Room had one on the other day, and they said, well, here's a response said from one of our intel agencies that said that, that the Nord Stream pipeline was probably blown up by a pro-Ukrainian group of some kind. And Bannon commented, well, you know what? He said, that's probably the kindest words or the kindest description of the CIA and MI6 I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's amazing what people will believe. I don't and, know. And but here's, here's what, something. Yeah, go ahead. And, and here, yeah, here's the rest of that article he wrote today, though. Uh, uh, it was on Gateway Pundit, Seymour Hersh. Here's what he wrote. He said he wrote this, you know, this is to the American people. He says, I don't know what's going on in that White House, but it is very scary and very dumb. What a way to describe your government, but Stuart, it just sounds so accurate. Yeah. I don't know if it's dumb. It's deliberate. But most of these guys are extremely intelligent. No, Biden is just the front man. If it is Biden you see half time, it's not even Biden you're looking at. It says double or triple. <laughs> but uh, the stuff is going on around the world that is dangerous. Here's one. Report. Russia and Iran reach secret nuclear deal on uranium transfers. All right, now couple that one back with Israel and Netanyahu. we got to do something about Iran and their uh, nuclear uranium. Well, they can build a bomb. Russia and Iran reach secret nuclear deal. Foreign intelligence sources... This is Fox News. Fox News Digital that Iran has secured secret deals with Russia to guarantee deliveries of uranium. Well, Russia has all kinds of uranium. That's why I think they probably already got some bombs. What do you think about that one, Larry? Yeah, that's interesting. And, and let me get your opinion on this real quick since you're talking about Russia and, I guess, the Middle East. Uh, this is one you probably haven't read. It's uh, Hal Turner, Covert Intelligence Restricted, and uh, it's really not out there. However, uh, let me think on how I'm going to say this. However, it appears, if the information is correct, that Russia and, – and think about the future. You know, you wondered what uh, – how, how Russia could get pulled into an invasion of Israel, maybe, or the mountains of Israel or whatever. But listen to this. If, if true, this information or intelligence indicates that uh, Palestinians are now in Russia at Russian military bases being trained into armies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, it's all coming together, folks. And you're going to wake up one morning or maybe hear about it while you're at work or something, a flash on TV, the war is on. Uh, might even be watching Fox News and all of a sudden the screen goes blank and you hear that squeal of a nuke going off. Because this is what's going to happen. 
Bible prophecy says that the United States is hit at a time when no one would expect it. Well, no one expects it even now. We expect maybe something like that might happen overseas. But, hey, uh, if Russia has to go into Israel because of treaties, they have to invade Israel on behalf of Iran or Syria or whoever, um, they're going to have to neutralize Israel. And if they have to neutralize Israel, they have to neutralize the United States as well. And I believe that's right there in Ezekiel 38, chapter, the first few verses there in Ezekiel, um, where he talks about they're already on the mountains of Israel. They've already invaded as a cloud to cover the land. They're parachuting out, and they're landing on the mountains of Israel. And then it says, Gog thinks an evil thought. I will go up to the land of unwalled villages to them that are at rest to them that have gotten rich in cattle and goods to take a prey. And uh, they do. Well, who's to the north? I will go up north. I will go over the poles, right over to the United States. How do we know it's the United States? Because Jeremiah, Isaiah, and the book of Revelation tell us that's when it is going to happen. So we could be very, very close to some of this. And uh, I, heard one I don't time, know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say I heard one time somebody said that uh, that that had already been fulfilled. That that basically Babylon was destroyed and invaded and took over uh, by maybe a Gog named Cyrus, and that uh, that's when you know it was the end of Babylon. But you know, I was thinking, Stuart. I wonder how many, in Babylon, Iraq, I wonder how many cattle were taken. <laughs> uh, that people just don't read, or they don't want to read, and they're in denial. So, therefore, it's not America. couldn't be. And besides, my pastor tells me America's not in Bible prophecy. probably doesn't know anything about it because he probably doesn't even read it. But all you got to do is look at it. And it's a latter-day prophecy about the revival of an ancient, ancient country called Babylon. It gets revived. It's not the Roman Empire. And how do we know that? Because John the Revelator tells us it's not the Roman Empire. He was in the age of the Roman Empire when he wrote Book of Revelation. He tells us the beast was and is not, but will be again. Well, he was in Rome, and the beast is not. So how can it be Rome? Come on, folks. Use your logic. Use your brains. It cannot be Rome or a revived Roman Empire. It's not possible. It's America. That's who it is. You're told that. Right in the book of Revelation. I don't know why people just, I guess it's denial, Larry. I don't know. Uh, I don't argue with people about it. The Lord has shown me who we are. It's coming down exactly as he wrote it. And if people don't want to believe it, that's their right. They don't have to believe it. I'm just telling you, if you don't prepare at least a little bit for your families, what are you going to say to them, folks? What are you going to say to your children? Well, I just didn't think any of this was real. Yeah, but, Daddy, I'm starving to death. Well, you know, I probably should have done something. Yeah, well, okay. You can look in your kid's eyes and tell them you didn't do anything because you were ignorant and wanted to stay that way. For me, I would rather tell them, and if they don't want to do anything about it, that's their problem. There's a lot of people out there with split families where the husband wants to do something and the woman does not. And it's the other way around. The woman wants to prepare and the husband does not. And on and on and on it goes. And you know what it all is? Ignorance. It's total ignorance. The Bible says no one has any excuse whatsoever. Not one person has any excuse that is an adult. Anyway, um, on and on we could go with that. Uh, what else you got you want to talk about, Larry? 
Well, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, this is Yahoo News today, March 10th. Elon Musk is reportedly building his own town in Texas, 35 miles outside Austin, Texas. Musk bought thousands of acres of land, plans for a Musk town there uh, to house employees and families, and uh, the town also will be close to the SpaceX facilities. So uh, what do you think uh, Musk decided he's going to build his own town, his own community? Reminds me of a song that Ernie Ford sung a long time ago. I owe my soul to the company store, <laughs> where everybody was at the, in town and they worked for the same person. So yeah, I believe he will. I, 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 I don't have any doubt about that if he has time. Another headline: Credit card debt is at an all-time high, putting households near breaking point. Study shows total credit card debt reached a record $930.6 billion by the end of last year, so it's much more now, according to the latest credit reports. And average balances tick higher. Household finances are near their breaking point. Folks, we're headed for a tragic, tragic financial storm. And it's uh, it, it's too bad to watch. But anyway, uh, there's a lot of financial news out there. Uh, what else you got, Larry? Well, I was going to comment that it seems like financial news is just bouncing off the walls this last week. Uh, I wanted to just share real quick something that's interesting to me anyway. Uh, Barry Rothman recently, uh, March the 2nd, 2023, a few days ago, uh put out a new code that he he ran. He titled it as God from the Future. And he also used an interesting, uh, uh, I guess you could say, verse, Exodus 3.13 to 3.14. And, and I believe that, you know, in my Bible, it basically says, uh, I am that I am. I mean, that's the terminology used. And anyway, uh, his, his uh, of course, he only, you know, does the Torah, so he says, that that wording was, I shall be as I shall be, which actually sounds uh, uh, futuristic almost from the Old Testament. But here's what he found. Number one, he found signal from I shall be. Isn't that interesting? Uh, What's the odds that he would be searching for that and he would get a phrase that's embedded in the Torah, signal from I shall be? And, of course, uh, number two was Sapphire. Uh, Number four was Joseph. Joseph Sapphire, if you remember, was the name of the guy. That And Sapphire also has connotations, spiritual and natural connotations. And three, wormhole, and then five, time. So, basically, uh, he said that, uh, you know, that there's something to it, this, uh, what he calls time travel, and uh, he did another matrix, which was interesting. Number one, signal from the future. Number two, tachyon times two. In other words, uh, tachyon was in that code as a signal from mm-hmm. the future. And Rothman's comment was that the Torah code hints that tachyons, as a way to move signals through time, and... Uh, What's interesting is is the fact that this goes back to the beginning in 2016 of when Rothman had an encounter with someone named Joseph Sapphire that he says he believed had came from the future to give him a warning and a message and uh, somehow tied in to Fort Hachua, which he thinks is possibly involved in time experimentation, etc., but uh, mm-hmm. what do you think, Stuart? That's really, I know that sounds mind-boggling in a way. But there's there's a lot of points there that seem to make a little sense. Well, I've always thought that, you know, time, as we have said before, the past, the present, the future, all laid out to the Lord and angels, obviously, and that probably includes fallen angels, can, can um, time travel all they want. And who knows what they can do. I mean, and you, you remember the guy that, I uh, can't think of his name right now, but he uh, did all that, uh, the drawings on the uh, money, like your $5 bill, $1 bill, $10 bill, $100 bill, etc. 
and how they predicted the future. And one of those money bills is a picture of the uh, Oklahoma City bombing. It's exact as to what it actually looks like. How did they do that? Well, maybe somebody went into the future and viewed it or remote viewed it in the future. Now, remote viewers, can, can't can they review or go back and forth in time as well as go to places and view? It seems to me I've read where they could try to view the future. What well, you, what? What, what, what's interesting is the fact that uh, Ed Dames and a couple of other ones that were involved in that seemed to think that there was times that they could remote view a, a future event or, or a scenario and possibly go back and, and remote view, uh, you know, remotely see something that had happened. Now, what's interesting to me, Stuart, is when I was actually doing some, uh, I guess you could say, out-of-the-body <laughs> uh, travel, uh, mm-hmm. by the Lord, via the Lord, and, and at his unction, one thing that I had no access to and I didn't seem to have any limit of was time. Time did not seem to matter at all to the spiritual body. And when I made those travels, you know, you know, when, I, when you were doing the work on Tithonia, and I went to Mars about eight times, taken yes, by the I Lord. And all of those times, you know, I shared with you how that some things look old that I saw and some look newer and and that I didn't know. What it, I, one, I said one thing I, t- I shared with you. I said I, I, what I'm looking at are the experience, even the so-called Martians that I saw and, and uh, you know, basically viewed when I was there, I didn't, ha- I didn't have the knowledge of when. Was it there a thousand years ago? Was it was it in the future? Was it present day? I I did not have a yardstick of time to measure. It wasn't available, and I, I suppose it didn't even matter. But uh, that's one thing I couldn't measure was in those travels like that, like Tithonia. I didn't know mm-hmm. when. I know I was there. I know what I saw, and I shared all of that with you, and it dovetailed into what you were doing, if you want to share with people what you were doing. But it all made sense, but yet I couldn't tell you what time it was. Well, somebody sent me what started that whole thing off. Somebody sent me an email and said, take a look at this picture. So I looked at it, and I really, at the first, I couldn't see a whole lot. And I turned it upside down, and all of a sudden, everything was perfect. Well, there is a way you can do that so that if you view, uh, uh, I don't know what, camouflaging, there is a way that you can do something so that if you're looking at it from any angle other than the correct one, you won't see what's there. Anyway, so I went and got uh, all kinds of maps and stuff from JPL and NASA, and I began to research it. And sure enough, <laughs> old buildings, old walls, new buildings, Tesla technology, all kinds of stuff was sitting there in plain view. So we did a video on it. Uh, Project Red Star, unbeknownst to me, they had a, a research uh, thing called Project Red Sun, which you pointed out. I wasn't even aware of it. And uh, one of the people who bought my video went to NASA with it. And they said, you're not supposed to know anything about that. Where would you get that? I never did hear from them, but (laughs) I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, And like you said, I called you up and said, well, we're going to release this now. And and, uh, the Lord said it was a nothing burger. And (laughs) that's what it was, a nothing burger. Nobody seems interested in it. They should be because Mars is – yeah, go ahead. I was just going to I was just going to mention because I laughed there on the show, but but oddly enough, if you'll remember, uh, you had I think it was John Lear talked to Art Bell about it, and Art Bell said there's no way he would even talk about that subject, and that he did yeah. know about it. Yeah, he knew about it, and he would not touch it. Yep, that's right. Um, it's a it's very plainly in it's in plain sight, and, I, and it scares people. There are two UFOs, two flying saucers, two flying discs, I guess you could say, sitting right there on a ramp. You can see them as plain as day. 
and um, I still got the videos. Uh, it was called Project Red Star, uh, and I was working on another one, but I decided to drop it basically because nobody was interested in the first one. You know, those things cost a lot of money for computer analysis and all that. So anyway, I didn't. But here's an important headline off that subject. Biden regime, listen to this carefully, folks. Biden regime surrenders U.S. sovereignty to the World Health Organization. No more medical freedom, especially during any health emergency. Now, they haven't announced it yet. But they have made the comment and the commitment as to a legally binding accord, not a treaty. They're calling it an accord, so they don't have to take it to Congress to get approval. This accord grants the World Health Organization total control over the United States every time there is any kind of a pandemic or whether they think there's going to be a pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. I've warned you before, they're coming in the back door. Now, the World Health Organization is UN. It's the United Nations doing all this. Biden is bypassing the need for Senate approval by avoiding calling its pandemic accord a treaty, even though it has the full force of a treaty. I'm telling you, high treason, high treason in Washington, D.C., and nobody does a thing about it. So get ready, because they're going to come out with a new pandemic, plandemic, scamdemic, and they're going to be telling you, it's mandated you take the RMNA uh, uh, vaccine drug, which changes your DNA. Folks, they don't want humans on this planet anymore. They want to kill off most of them, and the rest of them are going to be hybrids. Anyway. Uh, here's another one. Exhaustive peer-reviewed study says millions worldwide now suffer from serious health problems caused by the jab. Um, folks, it's on and on, and they're still pushing it. I was listening to a radio show today about how uh, Trump used the word covfefe. C-O-V-F-E-F-E. He was telling us what he did. It's a mRNA, iron, nanobot technology. Look it up. Look it up. It's amazing what's going on right under the noses of people. Uh, China cuts the Internet to Taiwan Islands and its latest intimidation tactic to force reunification. Just wanted to bring that back to your memory again. It's going up all over the world, folks. Everything is coming together rapidly. What do you got next, Larry? Well, I was just going to share real quick. Uh, most people already know it, but uh, the Biden administration seems to think that they're going to uh, fight uh, – China over Taiwan, they're going to fight North Korea over South Korea, they're going to fight Iran over Israel, and they're going to fight Russia over Ukraine. That's a forefront war. Is that delusionary or what? That is uh, insane, but they are insane. Remember, folks, God said in Deuteronomy chapter 28, which everybody ought to read, along with Psalm 2, so that you understand where we are, he said that he would smite humanity with madness, insanity. That's how you know what's going on all over the world. It's insane, totally insane. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. This is another judgment from the Lord. It's just like our borders are wide open. All the weather, the weather changes, the sun uh, all of that, these are all judgments from the Lord. Uh, we were given a, a chance to bail ourselves out of this matrix, this evil matrix. And Jesus Christ came behind enemy lines and told us how to do it. And all we do is laugh at him. And we uh, make up other religions and philosophies and all kinds of stuff. And rather than pick up our cross 
die the death. Anyway, thanks, Larry. Uh, final last word. Well, hang on to that old seat belt. You might need it. Yeah, particularly uh, Friday, all this bank trouble. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens on Monday and Tuesday next week. Take care, folks, and uh, heads up. A lot of things are going on right now. Good night.